of Australia. Hello out there, saints. Hi. Hi. I thought it said hi once. I'm saying hi again. Well, you yes. said not to the people on Spotify. Not hi like some people are going with the two jabs. <laughs> hi, hi. Just let her introduce us before we start throwing Ooh, shade. Bye. She can't help it. Hi, She's Spotify. Good. That's Dr. Robin. She's throwing shade. <laughs> it's a shady situation up here. And I am your host, Shanae Edneese. And, of course, we have Pastor Tony Cassidy. Hello, everyone. Especially everyone from Australia today. We are with you. Amen. 100%. Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. Love to all our Sydney Saints fighting on the front lines. We are with you. And again, Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. Get in the fight. I think we've got a didgeridoo behind this thing. No, we have a rain, <laughs> stick, rain stick, but we need a didgeridoo. We, get one. we need to keep the rain stick. We, we and a boomerang. I, I don't think we have to ask for much rain. Looks like the warfare of weather is helping us there. Oh, my goodness. In all seriousness, though, we need to send this rain to California because those, oh, wow. those bushfires, what we call them, you call them wildfires, they're really bad. They're, they're fighting 80 fires a day. And wow. I, I have some friends in California that were saying, send the rain over. Well, send yeah. us your son and we'll send you the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and I think it comes down to their help along too. Yeah. yeah. It's what you spray. Got to pray are for we the spray? Are we dropping water? I hope so. Right. Okay, Pastor, no more because <laughs> this is portals, not open eyes. <laughs> and we will get taken off. Right. It's so much in me, I've got to say. I know, but we will get taken off. No, 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 we're going to fight. We will get taken off. flight. So let's try to keep it spiritual. Yeah, we have to keep it Spiritual. Keep it calm. Spiritual. Keep it cool, calm, and collected. That's all right. We can get a little crazy on portals, so don't feel too Mm. contained now. Get spiritually crazy. All right. I got to just say this. Most fact checkers wouldn't even know what we say. Oh they wouldn't understand because it's spiritual, you see. Right. It's fifth dimension. Yeah, different mm. dimension altogether. I'm picking They're up They're still hanging down. around the third dimension ah! and we've, we've gone up to the fifth. Right. And, and collapsing the fifth into the third. But they wouldn't know that. They wouldn't know. No. They don't know. They don't know anything. That's the problem. They don't even know their own third dimension. Anywho. They know how to read a script. Oh. Anyhow, let's go. We're <laughs> going in there tonight. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening with us. And there's the show. Just kidding. Um, we have, we had so much 
stuff happening. It feels like a lot of stuff has been happening. But Sunday, we watch an awesome movie by the name of a girl that believed, believed in, in miracles. miracles. All right, there we go. She believed in miracles. And it was such a touching movie. I must say, I really loved it, really enjoyed it. Um, every dynamic of it was very powerful. Even, I mean, I just love watching stuff with our church because we, the commentary that was coming out of the the pews are just hilarious. We all laughed together, then we cried a little bit, and then it was... I think I shed a few tears, too. Yes, it was a very... Yeah. It was a triggering, but also sobering reality, too, this young girl in the faith that she had. Um, I just love the way they depicted that. That was a, a, an awesome choice of a movie. I think it had a lot of um, good points in it. Yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah. A lot. And a lot of things we could talk about, you know. Um, For a Christian movie, it was very deep. It wasn't cheesy. I, I think so. I think it was very deep. The acting was pretty good too. Yeah. I believed it. And, and I think... Um, Except for the know, part when the 15-year-old <laughs> told everybody how to fall in love. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. that... And the wolf, the wolf. Yeah, that's what I said. But yeah. I he don't know. <laughs> I think the part that I really enjoyed the most, I mean, of course you enjoy the miracles mm -hmm. and you enjoy, uh, you know, coming against and fighting instead of Ooh. surrendering. You yeah. Know? But um, I think the part I liked was the glory was given to the Lord. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they were trying to look for her to be the answer, but she recognized and realized that uh, it was all about the Lord, Lord mm. God. Yes. Another movie that I want to quickly mention because I found out a story behind this because I watched it with my kids. But ah. this movie, they are independent, truly independent, meaning they're not being outsourced by any major film studio. Mm. So even the movie that we watched on Sunday, it's a great movie, but... The film studios are still, you know, mass reproducing it. So, unfortunately, mm -hmm. the elite still have some kind of hold in it. Yeah. This film is Pilgrim's Progress. It's the latest animation one, and I would tell you, go and watch it. It was so good, especially for where we are right now in our faith, um, to be reminded of that powerful story by um, John Bunyan. And the way that they depicted it, and it was just... Incredible. So I went to their website. You can watch it by just donating any kind of donation to them. And then you get the link to download it mm. because um, they are trying to be totally independent from Google, Apple, all those places, any studio. They want to raise them the funds by themselves mm -hmm. to get it out to the world. But it just like I was watching it with my kids and they'd, they'd never seen Pilgrim's Progress. So they were on the edge of their seat. Mm -hmm. Animation was really, really good. Mm -hmm. But me and Ali were watching it. We were both just in tears. Because wow. when you watch it as a little kid, that story about fighting, you know, the good fight of, of your faith, you're like, oh, yeah, Pilgrim's Progress, this is cute, like, you know. But when you're actually facing, like, the part where Christian Pilgrim, he walks into Vanity Fair, the city, <laughs> and there he's trying to say to them, you have nothing that you could give me that, you know, what I, what I seek from you, you don't have because all your gifts are temporary. It's just yeah. non-satisfying, right? right? And they couldn't comprehend it. And I <laughs> looked at Natalie and said, this is like New York City right now. I'm telling like, you. Like, it's literally, New York City is Vanity Fair. And, um, and the other part that really stood out to me where I teared up was 
where he has the choice to go the road of it's called the king's way and so the the um the helper evangelist says to him if you just keep trusting in the words of the king and the way of the king knowing that he loves you mm-hmm. even though the road and the path looks a little bit you know rocky yeah just keep going on the path don't veer to the left or the right well he comes to this choice where he can either go up this road called patience or we can go up this road called passion. Mm. And he looks at the road patience and it looks really, really narrow and thin and rocky and like a massive hike. Yeah. And then he looks at patience and he sees this really um, like gorgeous, like green or flat. Passion. Like, passion. Uh, sorry, passion. Yeah. yeah. He looks at passion. He sees this gorgeous green meadow land with like trees and oh, beauty oh everywhere. And he goes to his friend, let's go patience, uh, passion. And his friend goes, no, remember what the king said. Like, remember, go the way of the king. Mm-hmm. And as he starts going through the road of passion, patience, sorry, um, it's so narrow that the demons that are trying to attack him from the outside, because it's so narrow, they can't get to him because uh, it's so narrow. Come on here. So he realizes, ah, the way is narrow because it's a protection oh. from outside. So I just looked at Natalie. I was like, that's a prophetic message for right now. I like that. Because he wouldn't have have gone the road of patience because it looked rocky. Yeah. It looked dead. Yeah. It looked like it was like, you know, going to be a hard trek. But as he keeps going up the road of patience, then he starts seeing this cross illuminate and his his burden starts to fall off. So I was just so encouraged. And Karen and Levi were just like asking question after question after question because – I think it really applies to where we are right now. Speaking yeah. to all those pilgrims out there, just keep going straight. Don't turn to the left or to the right. Keep going straight. And mm-hmm. I think that ties in with fight or flight tonight because he had to fight through. Yeah. And I love that they don't. They didn't make it pretty. You know, he gets to that palace and he takes a rest and then they're like, right, you need to rest up for the next fight ahead because there's more fights to come. And he's like, what? I thought this was it. I'm telling. He's like, I thought we made it. I thought we're at the palace, beautiful. Like, you know, I thought we were going to just, you know, rest and get, you know, lots of fun and food and fellowship. And but the- if, it, if it was just it, and there was, not, you know, just that one fight, <laughs> then uh, children of Israel wouldn't have walked around seven days. Yeah. They could have gone straight in there. Mm. But you see, there's always a fight before the fight. Oh, my gosh. I'm laughing at one of the comments. She said, her daughter says the movie is called The Walking Man. (laughs) So maybe that's a good title for that. But see, this is a concept that I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because I often fall short of that you know, that fighting and feeling like, oh, my God, another fight. So I'm interested to hear what the Lord, you know, says about this particularly, especially because, um, like you said, in today's situation, they're trying to bring one thing after another thing after another thing. Yeah, one narrative after another. And, yes, we know Jesus has already overcome all of it. However, there's still a process. But that's, that's not in question that yes, he's overcome. Right. But, um, you know, we're, we're, gonna be, we're talking about fighting the good fight or taking off, running away, escaping. And there's all sorts of ways 
you can escape. Mm, <laughs> I mean, mm. you don't have to go anywhere to escape. You wow. can just bury your head in the sand. Yeah. You can do all sorts of things to do that. But the one I want to talk about is the fight. Most people are only fighting to maintain their stand or to keep the little bit of land that they've got. Mm -hmm. You see? And it's like, it's a, a very, very weak effort because when you're just maintaining, you're just defending. You're defending your land. We're not talking about you defending what you have. We're talking yeah. about taking more, mm. taking more ground, taking more land. That's the true fight. Yeah. Could you imagine if uh, an army goes in and all they do is maintain or just defend a little bit of area they've got, they'd still be there waiting. Yeah. You see, they had to go over the hill, go out, get, come out of the bunker and go over and risk going right in to the enemy, you know, face to face. It was not, you know, way back where we could make ourselves comfortable we had to come face to face. We had to fight the good fight. We had to really, really do that. And so that's a true fight when you've got this little bit of land and you want to take more. Then you take more and you take more. But you've got to start taking rather than just sitting and waiting. Mm. You've got to start taking. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Yeah, guys, so we're going to go to a, a short break before we get into the substance of this topic. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Pastor Tony, kick yeah. us off. Go. <laughs> Sorry, I went ahead of you guys. No. Well, for instance, if you're, if you're battling knowing that God loves you and there's a rejection complex, well... That's an area that has to be won and won to the point where you never go through that battle again. No yeah. matter what the circumstance, your faith is based on his promises. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'll be with you till the end of the age. So that's an area that we fight until we win. Yeah. And when we win, it looks like confidence. So you go from rejection to confidence. You go from unbelief to courage. Mm. You thought I was going to say faith, right? <laughs> no, belief. <laughs> you go from fear to faith. There it is. Yeah, there and it just is. Just to help our listeners coming in on Spotify, we're talking about someone asked in the break, how do you know what land God wants you to move from defending to offending the enemy to get? Because Pastor Robin said, don't just defend or take back the land that you've already got take new land so you're saying that the land that we have to take even new land in our own understanding of our relationship with god before we try to go for the exterior stuff like more territory at work more territory at church more territory here. no it's us he wants us to take back all of us first yeah it's yes. us yes that's that's really we important. want to always point it's it outwards instead of inwards it's got to be us first 
But the thing is that um, pastor said something. I want to give you a principle here in the kingdom. This principle is that God is working on everybody, not the same. Get that? Now, the church is full of people. If he was working on fear in every person, on, you would have a holy mess. Yep. And I don't mean H, you know. I mean W. Oh, what a holy mess. Full of holes everywhere. You mean, you mean the other way around. You don't mean W, you mean H. Oh, yes. yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, we got didn't what you're spell saying. right. Uh, so you can see what I'm saying. So... It, it shows you and sh shows people that God works on different uh, – I, I got a, a real vision of it. Do you know those children's toys that are uh, of summer circles, summer squares, and you've got to learn to put them in the right holes? Yeah, the shapes, yeah. Okay. What if they were all just one shape? And you tried to put a square one. Boring. Just, and you're trying to put a, a square one in a round circle. You're not going to get anywhere. Or what if they were all the same and you had all circles and you put them all in, the game's over real quick. There's no life to it. It's just, it is boring. Because the thing is, what makes God so diverse is that he makes us diverse. The beauty, the beauty of it is, it's just like music. Even though there's what, there's only seven notes, is that right? And then there's the octaves above and below. But the amount of songs that are written just out of those seven notes is immeasurable. Yeah, that's true. That just is in true. different combinations. And, yeah. And uh, I say that because... Um, variety, like you want to talk about variety of personality. You've got Peter and Andrew as brothers, James and John as brothers. <laughs> you have Judas, you have, you know, Simon the Canaanite. You've got Barth Bartholomew and Matthew and they were a crazy bunch. And yet each one of them expressed Jesus in a way that was unique to them. James, the Lord's brother, is so straight <laughs> with his approach with people I think a lot of people got offended by him, actually. Yeah. But that's an aspect of God that we need to have. We need someone to talk to us straight. Yeah. Come to my real relationships tomorrow. Learn how to be an assertive person. I'm going to be there too. But Pastor, this is the key. I don't know if I can make it tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be there. Right, you've got a rally to go to? Um, uh, maybe both. Uh, yeah. But this is the key. This is what we do as Christians, which stops us from fighting. Because we're talking about fighting or flighting. This is yes. what puts us into flight mode. Here I'll come with the counselling aspect of it. Because you don't have the Holy Spirit working on your particular fear like he works on mine, mm. we superimpose everything that God does uh, onto everyone. So uh, yes. he might be working on fear to fight for family in my heart and maybe he's working on fear to fight for, you know, um, territory in your workplace, on your yeah. heart. Yeah. But because... You don't line up with what I'm getting. Now I say, well, you're fearful. Oh. Now I say, well, you're, you're lacking in this. But 
I don't. I, I don't. It's super imposed. I don't give the Holy Spirit time. You need to repent. To show me, this is an example, not real life. To show me that you are fighting fear, but you're fighting it in your own way. Yeah. Because it's not my way. Then I say, well, you can't understand what I'm going through. You're not fighting. You're being lazy. You're just being a lazy Christian. And this is now going to put me back into flight mode because then I say to myself, well, if you're not fighting, I'm not going to fight. And I think it also goes there. I, I think it also comes, like I said before, that if we were all doing, you know, the same thing and no uniqueness about it at all, then there wouldn't be a need to have faith. We just watch our brother win. Win his battle, then I've got the answer on yeah. how to win mine. Yes, we do have the answer. His name's Jesus. Yep. But we would say, wow, the way they did it is the way I should do it. It's never like that. Yep. Never. It has to be unique to you and diverse to God. We always never. say, we never say the way they should do it. They're, the way they're doing it is the way I should do it. No. We always say, why aren't they doing it the way I'm doing it? Yeah, yeah, that's what they really and say. And that robs our sword from us. See, if we were all needing repair in the same place at the same time, oh. there would be no one on the battlefield. No one. Like you might have a leg that needs repairing. I might have an arm. You might have a nose. You might have an ear. You know but what you I'm saying? But you have the whole body but needs repairing. Each person is getting repaired. That's what we should be focusing on. Yes. Not the part that they're getting repaired in. But we do that. And we rob the work of the Holy Spirit to actually make us the army because we would rather focus on, well, your part doesn't look like my part. Well, and that, but do you know, uh, Shania, this is opposite of what the enemy does. He gives you the message, you've all got the same problem. You've all got the same, you know, banged up leg, right? You've all got it, you know, but that's not the case. And that's what makes God so unique and diverse. You see, he can handle everybody in the state they're in. The devil can't. He can't. He can't. He really can't. He's got to run around, get his demons to go here and there and everywhere. And we need to remember, and we don't as the body of Christ, we need to remember only God can be everywhere at the same time. The devil has to get there. God's already there. And this is what pushed us into this corner of having to be squeezed by the Spirit of God as the church, whole church, worldwide church. We were so busy saying, well, you're not fighting the way I'm fighting. You don't look like, your weapons don't look like mine that we forgot that yeah. we're in a fight. And, see, and why aren't you fearing? Because see, I'm fearing. But see, this is a perfect example. But right I'm, now, I'm facing. I'm not fearing. Right. Right now, our people in Sydney, we're fighting this worldwide power domination altogether around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. But we're world fighting is. different in New York. Yeah. Of course. Now, some of our people in Sydney today, they're showing that they're fighting by they're out there and they're making their voices known. Mm -hmm. Right. But that doesn't mean that we're not fighting. Right. Because we're fighting on a different plane. 
right. then when they're where they are, we can't say, well, we're fighting more than you are. Right. We're all fighting. Right, right, right. We're all in it to, to win it. But our fighting looks different yeah. because it's a different work. It's a different country. It's a different movement of the Holy Spirit. And then in Sydney, their fighting is different because it's a different work. It's a different enemy. Yeah. So this is really, really important, especially for where we are right now in the world, because if we let the Lord show us that each one is fighting in their own way, then our faith won't be based on, well, why aren't they fighting? Well, they are fighting. They're just not fighting like you. You know, and so, so that you can't got so be. many demonic variants. Exactly. Gotta, so many demonic variants. You gotta use the right vaccination. Ah, very good. You mean those jabs? Yeah. Um, You've got to use the right jab for the right variant. <laughs> I like that. It's true, like you just mentioned, like the fear you're facing not is not the same approach that I may have because of our makeup. He's obviously Nate's background is different to mine. He's a child of the like the 90s and the millennium. And, you know, I'm a lot older than that. So, you know, back in my day, we still had the, you know, the dial phones where you you turn the knob. Rotor phones. And so you face different um, ways of being brought up. And Jesus wants it all. He wants, he wants to be able to express himself in all different ways. And I think that um, a very good thing that I've noticed through this squeezing through that narrow place and and making us longer so that there's more room for God in us, I think that we're finding that um, he does it differently. And we need to know not to surrender to the devil, but actually surrender to God. Because there are things in our lives that we have tried to overcome for years and years and years. And through the circumstances that of the stretching now, through outside pressures and such, but even inward pressures, but, uh, you know, movement from the Holy Spirit is actually bringing a close to some of those things and we wouldn't even realize it because it's happening see it's like when the lord plants the seed it grows and it gets harvested you see but what day did it get harvested we don't know we don't know but we're feeling the effects of the harvest do you understand? It's like, boy, that was hard work at one stage. But now it seems to become a part of me. Like I said before, uh, you know, with all that's going on in my life at the moment, family and country and church and and uh, uh, what uh, accusations and um, persecution for the gospel's sake and whatever else, you know. It could, if I wasn't this far down the track, crash me. But it's like I'm faced with fear. And just as I think, oh, where do we go from here? It just pitters out. The fear pitters out. And it's like I got through that. 
And I got through that. And then I've got it coming from all corners, but I'm getting through it. You're getting through it. You don't know who you really are. And what's coming out of all this is God showing you who you really, really are. That real spiritual person that's coming forth. So the enemy's losing with the fear and trying to get you to flight. But he's losing, Pastor. He's losing because fear is not having the power it used to have. When we, I got to just say this because it's a big thing. Yeah, when everything was going great and a little fear was here and a little fear was that, we would crash under it. Now we've got fear hitting us on all sides. And we don't have time to crash because we're just going to keep moving through everything. That's true fighting. Because God is bringing what he's put within us, what he's put within us, he's harvesting what he's put within us as a seed. It's now coming forth and we're becoming overcomers. So I want to say to the church, if you are fearful, and you are wanting to disappear, hang around. You might just see that you've gone further than you think. Wow. Very true, Pastor. It's very true. Very true. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to continue this conversation because that was super encouraging, especially for a time such as this. So we'll be right back. big finale for the children's summer you know um, camp right and (laughs) we get in the car and Tony puts the (laughs) starts up the motor and he's got no oil in the brakes and his foot goes right down and it's like and he only just drove it around the corner to park it there. And, and I went, you're joking? And he said, no, I've got no oil. I don't know how it happened. I said, well, it looks like it's a hole somewhere. <laughs> That's how it happened. But the thing was that the enemy really wanted to stir things right there and then. And I just sort of giggled and said, oh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never had. Well, let's find a way out of it. That was my answer. so quickly. Like, I haven't been driving the car; just been parked outside the house. I get in there, turn on the engine, and my brake fluid warning light comes on. I went, okay, maybe it's a little low. Pressed the brake, went around a block to pick up the family. By the time I got around a block and was waiting, my foot could go to the floor without any brakes. Wow. I had no brakes in the end. And I couldn't see any leaks. There's no, like, none of the brake calipers are leaking from what I could see. I went, wow, how, how fast was that? That's demonic, man. I need to deliver my car. But like Pastor said previously, because our mind is focused on the real fight, what used to be a gasp became a giggle. Uh, okay. Good one, oh, Satan. Well, it's true. Where right. do we go from here, okay. God? At this point. What else is new? Like, whereas Tell before, me something oh. new. <laughs> <laughs> we're Depression going to do portals anxiety and, and you know we're going to do portals and we're going to do open eyes somebody tell me some new news will you right i'm 
It's just like, okay, we get the message. Something's going on. All right, somebody doesn't like what we're doing. So how do you fix this? Where do you take us from here, And Lord? this is the phrase, in the laugh in the presence of my enemies. This is what it means. <laughs> right. And I did. I giggled. I went, <laughs> oh, God. You laugh because you know the real fight and you know the tactics. You don't laugh because something's funny or you're, you're not laughing to be like, ha, 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 I'm stronger than you are. You're laughing because you're like, I know the real fight and I know the this tactics you're it. trying to use and it's not going to work. And right, you guess know? what, Pastor? And in me, this is not it. Yeah. This is not the real fight. So it's, okay, we need to get there. How are we going to do it? There's several ways we can do it. Which one do you want to bless? Right. And then uh, we had a, a way. We had the car, the other car. But the thing was, when we were coming down, we were praying, and I was saying to the Lord, do we miss you today? And he stopped me right away and he said, what happens if you were on the car and in the car on the, the road and that happened and you had no brakes? Mm. And I went. That was a miracle. And I, that, that was to me, I was able to say, Pastor, I was able to say, no, we didn't miss you. We were right on time for you to tell us Seriously. not to go anywhere. Mm. Did you see that, Shania? We could have been on the highway without brakes. Attention. And so the whole thing is we didn't miss anyone. And that's something we have to realize too. And that is another thing that stops you from fighting. We're talking about all these things that stop you from realizing you're already fighting. The constant yeah. belief that you're always missing God. Yeah. This is the biggest lie. Oh, Lord. See, why is that the, our go-to? Did I miss you, God? Yeah. Doesn't always. God have enough of a relationship to talk to you? And tell you, you along the way, I said this to my beautiful wife last night. I said to her, doesn't God have enough of a relationship to tell you about this thing? Why do you have to find out after uh, the fact? Mm. You know, because yeah. she was just but working through something. I said, if God wanted to tell you, he would tell you as long as you're ready to ask or hear. And that's the key. But it wasn't so much that he was going to tell us. The question was, did we miss hearing it? But when I, you know, explored the situation and both Pastor Tony and myself went, thank you, Lord, that we weren't on the road. Thank you that you got us to stand still and not be on the road in such a dangerous position to anyone, including ourselves. Mm. So it was amazing. It was amazing. But the laugh was beforehand. Right. And it was. And that is a big key because years ago, it wouldn't have been a laugh. Right. It would have been a panic. But circumstances have trained us. God has used circumstances to stretch us out. Right. Yeah, I... Um I'm definitely tired of giving the enemy glory in those ways anyway, when especially witnessing so much victory and what the Lord is doing. Like, I'm tired of going back to those old ways and giving him glory. And as soon as we said we were laughing at the enemy, Facebook started glitching. Like, yeah, it's, it's flashing glitching off it's and on. flashing on and off. Just oh, out of nowhere. Really? <laughs> 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 
Uh. <laughs> Literally, he it just started flashing, right? Laughs. It uh. started flashing. So Facebook, we laugh at you. You try it every time. It will never succeed. Get off. God owns the air. Anywho, as we were saying. Get off. Um, yeah, you were saying. I, I, I meant, I think I asked you that question last week, Dr. Robin, for me personally. I was like, you know, do you think I'd actually take this stuff serious? Because I don't oh, always have, you know, a fear do. or anything to signal. I'm if looking for the signs. <laughs> if you didn't take it serious, you wouldn't be asking the question, do I take it serious? You know what? People got to realize that. Yeah. If you didn't care about it, Get out of the heart it. comes the issues of wow. life. Out of the mouth comes what the heart is contemplating. Yeah. If you didn't take it serious... You wouldn't even be asking. Right. That's your barometer right there. You take it serious enough to check if you take it serious. Facts. So truth. don't Sorry, let the enemy truth. rob you or lie to you anymore. No care. It's like someone when they come to me and they're like, Pastor, do, do, you think I'm, do you think I can really change in this area? I'm like, just the fact that you're asking if you can change means you're already changing. Try. Come on. I think we've we don't got see to those grab this. of encouragement. You know, we always think of the when we say fight or flight, we always look at it in the in the more uh, not negative, but more negatively directed. Right. You know, like take a look at yourself. You know, but I think we need to take a look at ourselves and see what we are doing. Mm. Come on, just be out here pointing. Just a little I, finger flip. I just, you know what, go ahead. I I told you, I said, you know, years ago, this would have, you know, bothered me. But it didn't bother me because I was, I knew. I just knew when I said, okay, not here we go again, but I'd like to know where we're going to go from here, Lord. You know, which car do we take? Do we get this? Do we get that? You know, and thank you for not letting us get hurt on the road. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask a question slash comment. We literally had. Oh, wow. I was going to say, we literally had breaking news to tell everybody when we got here, but. Ah, you know what? You know what? You were sitting there that whole time holding it, wasn't you? Wasn't you? It is breaking news, but what seriously, is? it is. It was. A, it could have been a serious situation very serious. if very, we were coming down serious. like the West Side Highway. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm, 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 I average about fifty-five miles an hour. Oh, that's fast. And if the traffic banked up suddenly, and I went, "Oops, I got no brakes," we then had, I would have really been yeah, tested. We with had sick fear. in the car. Yeah, I've got the whole family in the car. I just right. want to thank the Lord yeah. up front. For yeah. letting me know there was a problem before I even got around the corner. Yeah. Thank you, that Jesus, was, that for that. Because no joke, the reservoir for the brake fluid was empty. So you were at the point where you could see there was a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, maybe you would have been so, I'm going to get to church that, you know, you wouldn't have you seen what we're trying to say. Mm. God even used that to show you, hey, I can yeah. talk to you. I think we all handled it differently. Like, yeah, okay, everybody so did. There's no breaks. We can't do much about it now. All right. And there's got to be what's a way. The option? <laughs> what is it? All right. <laughs> I mean, God I ran one of the garages and said, like, can you top up some brake fluid? But then I thought, no, the Lord said to me, no, leave all it. it's going to do is just postpone what you have to do. So leave it. So wow. we did. 
I, I, the interesting part about speaking about laughing about this stuff, one time on the highway, my brake fluids were out. I had no brake. Like you drive a car? Oh, yeah, I know how to drive. Oh, <laughs> I got my, my license. I've never seen you drive <laughs> a car. I know it. I need to get my car. You know, I need to be asking for more land. Anywho, wow. see what, what happened was. My stepdad Sorry, always taught me anytime I go out on brakes is to use my emergency brake. Yeah. And it was it was raining and my brakes were out. And I went to go get it checked. I only had like one and a half, like a half a brake, actually. All three of them were out. And I had to take a left, and the car was, I mean, flying. I remember it was a gold Mercedes, and I just prayed. I said, Lord, if I don't move, I'm going to hit this car in front of me. And wow. it was a, a wall right there. It was the last lane left, and it was a wall right after that. So I either had to cut him off or we were going to crash either way. And I took it. And I don't know to this day how no, he missed me, but he completely missed me, was able to go around me, and I was able to get over yeah, I'm telling you because it was just nothing but wall there, and I was like, "Look, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I gotta trust you." Literally, I was putting it, so that is a dangerous situation, but so it just reminds me, God no, is good. It's good. I mean, we could have been in the same, but yes. thank you, Lord, yes, thank you, Lord. for thank protecting us. I don't want to test him in that. <laughs> Tell you so that much. I think that uh, shows us the fight. The fight is there, fighting. And we're not fleeing from this fight, but we're not going, but we're staying and we're not just maintaining, we're fighting from where we are at mm. this position right now to the next position. You see, we're not just maintaining and standing still and defending what we already have, but it's like we already own that, so we're moving in for more. More ground, more everything. I think I remember my question. Speaking of the maintaining and the moving forward, can you guys, if the Holy Spirit is revealing anything to you about, <laughs> that's funny, about the maintaining? Because some of us may not be aware of the difference of maintaining the land and just defending or actually progressing. And I know one part, Nate, you kind of already touched on this, which is, you know, the fact that you're asking, you know, you're moving forward. But is there somewhat of a, yes, mm -hmm. of the maintaining status where you're constantly. You, yeah, I think something that shows you, again, I go back to this visual of pilgrims, which it really stuck in me. Maintaining becomes, when maintaining becomes the main thing, you're maintaining. Yeah. When fighting becomes the main thing, you're not maintaining. So if your main thing in life is maintaining what you have, then you're not fighting. If, if, you, if you're more concerned. Yeah. If your focus, if your heart, if your energy, if your spiritual mind is on maintaining and keeping what you've got, then that's where your whole, your focus that's is. That's where your whole day will be because you will be concerned about what you've got and where you are. And rather than um, seeing it, uh, the next thing as a challenge, mm. wow, you know, it's like, well, 
I've got this. I'm going to try and explain it to yeah. you. I've got this little bit of land of uh, my family caring about, you know, wh what I have to say. Mm. And I'm happy with that. And I'm fulfilled with that. You, and, Lord, I'm going to protect it. I'm going to protect it. I'm not going to rock the boat and I'm not going to stir things up. I'm just happy where I am. Happy. I hate that. Yeah. I'm fulfilled where I am. Yeah. Now, that's definitely just maintaining, looking after and defending the little bit of land that you happen to have. You're holding on to it, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not going to be what God wants for you. Mm -hmm. um, when he said go into the promised land and to take the promised land, he did not just say go and settle at the first battle. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So uh, you've got to go in from battle to battle to battle. But the battle is the Lord's. Yeah. Guess what? You've got to turn up for the fight. You've got to present yourself as available and then he can give you his ability. So then you get the availability. Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. My part to play is to present myself available. His part is that he gives me his ability and then he works through me, his availability. I think a scriptural example of this is... Um you know, the, the, the man that came to Jesus, the rich young ruler, and he said, you know, I've kept the law in everything, you know. And basically he's like, I've maintained, I've kept the law, I've done it all. And he was basically saying, well, what's next? Yeah. And Jesus says to him, right, go and sell everything you've got and give all of it to the poor. Yeah. He wasn't ready for that step. Nope. Because his whole focus was about, I've done everything I needed to do. He wasn't ready to move to that next step of fighting for his little wholeness and becoming a true disciple because he had made the focus about, you know, I've done everything I need to do. I've ticked, I've ticked every dot. Uh, sorry, I've ticked every dot and I've, you know, crossed every T and dotted every I. And so like Pastor said, I think when your whole focus is about keeping, you know, okay, yeah, well, God's doing good things in my family. So I just want to keep that. I don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. You know, I just want to see it be good or, you know, I've just got this job and he's, and he's provided. So, you know, but there might be a point now where the Lord says, now you need to make a stand in your new job. Yeah. Like, you know, that's where you're going to now be tested. Right. Do you just want to maintain what he's given you as a blessing or do you want to go after, as we would say, the whole enchilada? Right. Because yeah. he's got more to give you. He's got more to give you. Right. You know what I mean? And I, think and I go back to the, mm. before you come in, I go back to what the Lord said to me all the time when I would go into these industry things. Nathan, I want to go in there more than you do. And, and I you, want to take myself in there. It's not, not about you winning it for yeah. me. Yeah. It's about me winning it for me through you. you, you know? And that put that in perspective for me. And you're not auditioning, they're auditioning. Yep. For mm -hmm. God to... Use them for him to go in through Nathan. Wow, that's a different perspective. But when I took on that perspective of I want to go in there for myself through you, it's funny. Every day I looked for the next fight. Yeah, you do. Because I had that mindset. 
God, this is your territory. You want to take this back. You want to do something. So every day I walked in with the purpose, who are you leading me to next? See, I wasn't like, okay, just let me be here comfortably and learn and just fall into these classes and just, you know, it was like, no, there's someone you want me to meet. There's something you want me to connect with. There's some target you want me to take back from the enemy today, whether it's just a small conversation with someone, you know. But that was literally what birthed 45 of my friends coming mm-hmm. to, to our apartment and giving their hearts to the Lord, mm-hmm. literally, because I would not settle at just being there and maintaining the blessing. I was looking for opportunities to go, okay, Lord, you brought me to New York for a reason, not just to learn how to dance. You obviously want to come into Broadway Dance Center when you brought me in. Right. So wake up, call Satan. I'm here. Right. So the fight's on. What's happening? You know? So I thought it was my cooking that brought him. No, it wasn't your cooking. You weren't even in in, in America when it happened. (laughs) You were in Australia. Getting pegged down. It was Pastor Robin's cooking that brought him. It was my cooking. (laughs) It was her meat pies. It it was my Aussie meat pies. No, and her beautiful. And it was just the fact that we welcomed them. But what I'm saying is. On the surface, I'm learning, I'm doing what I need to do, fulfilling the commitment. But in the spiritual, I'm in a battle. Right. In the, in the classes, I was in a battle. Yeah. I was in a battle to overcome what I thought of myself. Every well, day see, the Lord said, I'm tearing down something new that you've believed about your ability. Your, you know? Your perspective yeah. changed. You looked at yourself and the kingdom and God differently than when you started. And that's the key. And that... That's what's happening now. We we possibly, and this is to, to help everybody to grow into what I'm about to tell you. You don't know how much you've grown. And you don't know how much God's grown in you. You thank don't you, know. Thank you, and so you've got to be put I'm into situations... For it to show, guys, yeah. you you run away from situations because you want to just maintain what you've got. Yeah. But he puts situations in your life to show you how much you've grown. Stop you running. Believe. And you want to run away from the fact that you've grown. Stop running. Right. Can I just throw in here, uh, really maintain is different to establish. Yes. All right, right. we totally, got to Totally, totally. I don't want people to mix up. When God wants to establish something in your heart, he's got to keep you at that station until it's done. Right. That's not maintaining, that's no. establishing. But once it's established, if you don't ask the Lord to go to the next Station on the on you know on the train, then you're just maintaining. Very good, Pastor. And a good example of that is when you know when Stephen um, got stoned and persecution broke out, they were maintaining the church in Jerusalem. They weren't even thinking about going out of Jerusalem. Did I not just say this when they he was on the break? Prophetic. This is what is I just what said. said? They wanted to stay and maintain. Yeah. And so yeah. the Lord used the they vacuum established the church, of persecution. The church was established well and truly, and they were having all the manifestations of so the Spirit. Possibly but w- they weren't pioneering anymore. So mm. possibly what we're doing tonight, really Pastor, is explaining what certain things mean. Pioneering is always preceded by persecution. Always. 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 Look really? at the pioneers of America. 
Persecution brought them to pioneer. Look at the pioneers of Australia. Yeah. Persecution brought them over to pioneer. Every yeah. settlement, every kind of country. And that that's because God wants you to own. What? To own what you're No, please don't rent anything. Own what you're doing. Somebody call me. Want some of that? Go, Shania. See what happened was what I learned in my course. Yes. Uh, her gifted to succeed course. Come on, bring it out. Come mm. on. That is something. Talk about a reality change. We he's talking about how we were purposed to have dominion over this earth. Yep. Pre fall, right? Yep. And one of the things he brings out is even to make it a more current thing, like how the constitution was placed by God. To give us that liberty to keep pursuing. That's right. And I, it just blessed me so much to see that. And it's been giving me a really strong reality to, like, stop. Because he said what happens is we excuse it. We excuse it away. Mm. We push it away. We try to take all these different routes to not accept the fact the Lord is calling us to have dominion. And it looks different. He's not saying you got to go out and have thousands of people chase you or whatever the situation That's is. That's not dominion. It's different. Yes. It's different ways of how he wants to set it up. Why well, as we were talking about the differences. But it's just bringing back that reality that, yes, he wants us to go back to the beginning of giving us and granting us that position to know like to know what we're fighting for meaning for me when i read that about the constitution it just made me realize like i i'm fighting for something very special that the lord has given us in honor of like you know having the man over this even this nation he wants us as children to have it as well and this Come this on. um gets co confused with other words and dominion works with influence. It doesn't work with power. It works with influence. If you are someone who's a powerful person, you're not powerful through any gift. You're powerful through y your um, personality yeah. and your not your position, but the influence that you have on a person. That's why... The devil tries to change it right. and make it charisma. Mm. But it's really God showing you that he's given you the ability not to change a person, mm -hmm. but to influence the change. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good. Influence the change. I think, uh, you know, you talk about the maintaining. I think of the children of Israel... They only wanted to maintain. They never wanted to take more. And I think a good barometer of whether you're not maintaining or not is um, murmuring, like gossip. That's the fruit of maintaining. Mm. Because you get so complacent with not fighting, you start to talk oh to others. My gosh. And you start to talk to yourself about God. Because <laughs> you're not on the cutting edge of what he's doing. You, so when you've got time to exactly talk, right. when you've got time to talk... That's a sign that you need to be fighting. That's when you're standing still. Yeah, if you've and got not time to talk forward. about what God's doing it rather than living it. And what I mean by that is if you can only talk about it and not experience it, yep. then 
because that's what the children of Israel did. They fell into murmuring because all they would want to do was just live in the place that they were in at. In the place they where they were at. Even the getting up and moving in the camp, they were complaining about, do what, do we have to get up and move again? Oh Sorry, the clouds lifted, moving on. Yeah. You know, but they never wanted to take that. the land. Again, two million, two. And so you know? the thing is that when you like that, you're not moving. You're just stationary. And when you're stationary, you, you're not active. You're just uh, going round and round and round and round in circles. And uh, so you say the same things. You have the same conversations. You have the same complaints. Yes. You have the same. You also have the same judgments. Yep. Uh, this is what the children of Israel did. That's yep. why they died out. They had to die out so a new generation could come forward. And so, you know, this it's is the, the danger, guys. This is the danger. We told you the good things, but we're telling you the danger of just maintaining what you have. It, you forget in the end what you're even maintaining. Ooh. When you're wow. in the army, you don't have time to, to sit down and... So did you hear about this? I'm done. Did you hear about that? You're on the battlefield. <laughs> it's like if we're going to talk, it's about strategy. It's about yeah. where are we getting Our to the next place. Our conversation is different. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of That's sense. That's a really you good know? barometer. Where's your conversation? What oh, are you having? What are you conversing over? Oh, my gosh. You know, you're not oh, on the battlefield sitting down yeah. having the view. <laughs> There's no time for the view no, when you're on not, the battlefield. It's it's All right, it's just right. What's our next Mate, strategy? We What's come over the attack? hill, out of the bunker, and you got an enemy facing you, and it isn't uh, you know, you know, y your personal enemy. Or, or it's the God's enemy. Did you hear what I said? It's not your personal enemy. It's God's enemy, yes. and we all should have God's enemy as our enemy. Wow. It's what? okay. People don't realise how much they're grown until they're put in a tight position and then you get to find out are they maintaining yeah. or are they overcoming. Oh, and I'll say this last thing and then I'm going to stop because yep. I know we're going to finish. This is what I've learned in my course. We Tell always us. talk about the bride. He's coming back for a mature bride. He's not coming for a, back for a bride that doesn't believe they're the bride. So we have to believe that we're also getting to that level. We have to believe that what he's put in us is now coming to the surface. Because if he comes back for a bride that says, no, 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 not yet, I'm not ready, then that's just as bad as the bride deliberately not being ready, questioning themselves out of being ready. So he's showing us we're becoming the bride that's ready. Persecution is refining a work in our hearts that's making us ready. Like I said, Pioneering is always preceded by persecution. So this is why Paul says, you know, like you can praise him for the tribulation, and, you know, and you can persevere through the, the, through the hard things because it produces good stuff. So I think that that's really important to encourage people that are going through these circumstances. When would you have ever known in your entire life the stand that you have for what's in you, the gospel, your faith, your stand on morality and life, it. it would never have been put to the test 
anywhere else except through this fire. God has a way of showing us what's inside of us. We just have to believe it. And let him show you. Just look and let him show you. And just, you know, as a barometer, look at the last situation you went through in the last week and see how you handled it. And then I think you'll get the barometer oh, that's of easy. how much you've grown. Wow. You so I'm that? exposing the enemy's yeah. plans Put your hand tonight. on your spirit and give it a pat. Good yeah, job. Yeah, pat it. I'll pat, pat it. Not on your shoulder, sure. on your spirit. And so therefore... You're doing well. You know, so therefore we can say right now that... Uh, this is a way we wanted to expose the enemy tonight. We wanted to expose him tonight. That's good. At, because he would rather us come the heavy. But there is times to come the heavy and times to come the light. And we need to discern which is which. Mm. And I looked at myself and I thought, well, I've had a heap of things happen this week. Man, someone said to me, how are you today with everything that's happened to you? And I went, well, it came from this angle, this angle, this angle, this angle, and this angle, that angle, and this angle, which have I got anything left that it didn't come from? And I'm still standing. <laughs> I'm still standing. I'm still standing. You get that? I'm yep. still standing. And these weren't light things. These are pretty heavy. Did you know that today's New York scripture is, you know, there's a time for everything under the sun? Yeah, yeah, mm. I did. Actually, no, it's not. It was yesterday's. <laughs> yes, you told <laughs> me about was, it yesterday. Was also very much in line with what we're saying. But yesterday you said time, when yeah. we were <laughs> going through things at the house and family situations, you said, how you doing? I said, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm not flighting, I'm moving on. Yeah. By the grace yeah. of God, our responses have been much better. Yeah. And so well done, church, well done. Keep on fighting and moving forward and taking more land and don't just look after the little bit of land that you've got because I got a surprise for you. If you stay there, you'll lose it. If you stay there, you will lose it. Yep. That is a gem you got, you got to, to walk away You've got to be moving on to keep it. Wow. You can hit it. I'm hitting it. Well, saints. Wrapping it up. Hallelujah. We just want to say you're in the fight, mate. What else is it to say? That was the key. Go Australia and fight. You go Australia, go New York, go wherever you are. Go France and fight. Go France and fight. Go friends and fight. Yeah. Go church and fight. Yay! Church. You understand that? Go the world and fight. And heaven's backing you, so go. A meant to that well guys this has been an amazing portal we thank you for joining us this week until next time bye bye now
Toodles. Toodles.